يا اهلا وسهلا فيكم ببرنامجكم سماشي كريبتو اللي بنغطي فيه اخر الاخبار المتعلقه بعالم العملات الرقميه والمشفره، واكيد بدنا نحكي عن سوق العملات الرقميه باول اخبارنا لليوم وتحديدا الانهيار اللي صار باليومين الاخيرين. انهت بيتكوين تحديدا هذه العمله الرقميه الضخمه سلسله الخسائر المتتاليه اللي استمرت ل 12 يوم تقريبا بعد ما شقت طريقها مره اخرى فوق ال 20000 دولار تقريبا مثل ما عم نشوف انه كان في انهيار لسوق العملات الرقميه بشكل كبير وصلت عمله البيتكوين الى 12000 دولار وقادت سوق العملات المشفره في تحويل سريع بعد سلسله من الانخفاضات القياسيه وصعدت اكبر عمله مشفره في العالم بنسبه 16% تحديدا يوم امس الاحد لتعوض بعض من هذه الخسائر من الانخفاض الحاد اللي صار يوم السبت تحديدا واللي ادى الى تراجعها الى مستوى 13599 دولار وبلغ سعر بيتكوين حوالي 20400 دولار اعتبارا من الساعه 5 مساء بتوقيت نيويورك فيما ارتفع سعر ايثيريوم مثلا اللي لامست ادنى مستوى خلال عمليات البيع عند 881 دولار وبنسبه وصلت الى 26% الى 1140 دولار والخسائر الاسبوعيه المتتاليه وصلت دون هذا المستوى واللي بدورها رح تزيد من مخاطر السقوط نحو مستوى الدعم التالي البالغ 13900 دولار وأظهرت أيضا بيانات من شركة كوين جيكو أنه إجمالي القيمة السوقية للعملات المشفرة بلغ حوالي 900 مليار دولار تحديدا يوم الأحد انخفاضا من 3 تريليونات دولار اللي كانت في نوفمبر مثل ما عم نشوف أنه في انخفاض حاد جدا بسوق العملات الرقمية واللي أثر على العديد من الشركات الناشئة المتعلقة في سوق العملات الرقمية والمشفرة ولذلك بننتقل هون معنا لخبرنا التالي واللي بيحكي عن شركة بيت اويسس اللي خفضت بيت اويسس اللي هي اكبر منصه تشفير محليه في الشرق الاوسط عدد موظفيها بنسبه تصل الى 7% خلال الاسبوع الماضي تحديدا وهي احدث علامه على التوتر اللي عم بتعاني منه بعض اكبر بورصات الاصول الرقميه في المنطقه وتم تسريح تسعه موظفين من الشركه عبر المكاتب اللي موجوده في دبي ابو ظبي وعمان في وقت سابق من هذا الاسبوع والشركه الان عم بتركز وعم تسعى ايضا لضمان استمرارها عبر تركيزها على التنفيذ وزياده بصمتها في جميع انحاء المنطقه في ظل التباطؤ السوق الراهنه في الايام الاخيره مثل ما عم نحكي شهدنا سوق انهيار لسوق العملات الرقميه بشكل كبير انخفضت عمله البيتكوين لتصل الى اقل من 18000 دولار وهذا الانخفاض القوي والكبير اثر على العديد من الشركات اللي عم بتركز على العملات المشفره وهذا الشيء عم نشهده بالفتره الاخيره أثر على الأسواق على كل البزنسس المتعلقة بعالم العملات الرقمية والمشفرة أما إذا بدنا ننتقل إلى آخر المستجدات في عالم العملات الرقمية والبلوك تشين وتحديدا الميتافيرس خلينا نحكي عن شركة ميتا قال الآن مارك زوكربيرغ الرئيس التنفيذي لشركة ميتا أنه منصة ميتا بلاتفورمز المالكة لفيسبوك رح تطلق متجر لملابس رقمية حيث بيمكن للمستخدمين شراء أزياء لشخصياتهم الرقمية وقال مارك زوكربيرغ متحدثا ببث مباشر في الفيديو مع مدير الموضة في انستغرام أنه الملابس الافتراضية رح 
تكون من تصميم ماركات أزياء مثل برادا وتوم براون وغيرها من الماركات الأخرى وقال أيضا متحدث باسم ميتا أنه أسعارها رح تتراوح ما بين 2.99 دولار و 8.99 دولار فقط يعني أقل بكثير من الملابس الحقيقية لهؤلاء المصممين وقال مارك زوكربرغ أيضا أنه بيأمل في بناء المتجر في سوق مفتوح حيث يمكن للمطورين إنشاء وبيع مجموعة واسعة من الملابس الرقمية مثل ما عم نشوف عالم الميتافيرس وعالم العملات الرقمية والمشفرة عم يفتح الأبواب للعديد من الأشخاص لتطوير خدماتهم وحتى أيضا الأشخاص اللي مهتمين مثلا بالديزاين والفاشن يمكنهم الآن أنه يشتروا بعض من هذه العلامات التجارية وأيضا البراندات ولكن في عالم الميتافيرس يمكن لأنه على أرض الواقع أسعارها بتكون مرتفعة جدا بالإضافة إلى ذلك عم نشوف العديد من الشركات عم تتوسع حتى في خدماتها اللي موجودة على أرض الواقع لتصل إلى الميتافيرس وعالم العملات الرقمية تشين مثل مثلا الديزاينرز اللي عم بيصمموا ملابس في الميتافيرس وأيضا عم نشوف أيضا فنانين وأرتست عم بيطلقوا أغاني وألبومز في الميتافيرس بالإضافة إلى ذلك عم نشوف العديد من الأشخاص اللي عم بيعملوا ديزاينز معينة أو لوحات حتى وبينس وكمان ايضا عم بيستثمروا فيها في الميتافيرس الحلو بهذا الموضوع انه عن طريق الان اف تي والرموز الغير قابل للاستبدال ممكن انه شخص يستثمر بديزاين او بينت او لوحه معينه رسمها شخص معين ولكن في نسبة بتضل تروح وهذا يعتبر باسيف انكم بيصل للمالك لهذه القطعة مثلا او حتى اللوحة الفنية. في الحديث اكثر عن عالم الرموز الغير قابل للاستبدال والان اف تيز خليكم معنا بعض الفاصل مقابلتنا مع خليل قسام الشريك المؤسس لشركة فوموناب خليكم معنا ولا تروحوا لبعيد. And we're back with our guest, Khalil, co-founder of Formulab. Thank you so much for being with us and welcome to the show, Khalil. Thank you for having me. Uh, first of all, we would like to know more about Formulab. So can you tell us uh, when did you start it and what kind of services do you provide? Sure. Um, so we started uh, last year in April. Um, we were approached by Tyson Fury's team. Uh, so Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, for boxing, um, and he wanted to release his own NFT. So we said, sure, let's uh, let's do that for you. Uh, we ended up selling it for $987,000. Um, it's still the still one of the most expensive sporting NFTs. I think it's tied with Lionel Messi. Um, and that was where we sort of kickstarted the business. So we ended up making our own uh, marketplace. We worked with, uh, we, we sold a Porsche on the blockchain, which was signed by Rick Ross. We've worked with um, ex-Warner Music um, record producers. We built sort of, I think, nearly nine successful projects now. Um, but our latest one is uh, Mr. Bean. So yes. we have the rights to uh, Mr. Bean. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of who he is, but that's, that's sort of where, you know, we started looking at different aspects of the NFT market. So. We teamed up with a company called Banerjee, and they work uh, exclusively on intellectual property. So, you know, they have a catalog that kind of stems from 4,000 different products. So they work on Peaky Blinders, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, um, 
Terminator, Robocop, um, the Kardashians. I think they sold that that show now, but they used to work on the Kardashians. Um, and so, you know, where our business is at the moment, we're starting to look at more utility-based sort of products or IP-related products. Um, so one of the products you might know is Middle East Comic Con. Mm -hmm. um, so we're now the official partner uh, for them for NFTs. So we're, we we just signed the contract as of as of last week. But what will, that will let us do is do NFT ticketing. Um, we'll be able to sort of you know really push forward on the utility aspect for that. Um, and so the next round of tickets will be will be actual uh, NFTs. Um, and then we're sort of looking at, at the music industry. We're looking at property. We're looking at gold, diamonds, traditional assets. Uh, we're working on sort of building out uh, pieces of tech that allow people to, to trade equities, bonds, securities as NFTs. So, you know, there's whole sort of, um, you know, the business has grown from just doing design work um, to, to actually working on, on, on very sort of real and traditional products now. That's very interesting because, as you said, like you started as design, but then you're moving towards real estate, for instance, events which are happening in real life yeah. and things like that. Uh, but before all of that, I want to ask about the regulations part and getting the rights, for instance. You said Mr. Bean and very famous people as well. Yeah. So um, is there a challenge in that or how does the process go? So i guess with with mr bean it was is a it was a six month process so the company we worked with they actually work with i don't know like i said four thousand different brands so each brand has an owner of the product so then you have to sort of uh, go to that product work on it for six months look at the artwork look at how you sort of project it into the market um and it was a really long process so it was something that we didn't initially understand for for this so as we went on this journey it, that's why it took six months. It wasn't just because of the artwork. It was literally making sure that we were saying the right thing. We couldn't sort of advertise that you should invest into this. We had to say, look, you know, this is going to be a part of a history. It's a collectible, which it is. So, you know, we never wanted it to be sort of a money-making uh, product. It was just sort of we loved Mr. Bean and we wanted to put him out there into the world as an NFT. And, and sort of it was backed by Rowan Atkinson as well. We had to get his blessing for it. Um, and, and he supported the project the whole way. But each product that you kind of go into, it's going to have its own set of requirements. So, you know, if we were to work on Terminator or Robocop, we might be, not be able to use them in a game. So with Mr. Bean, we can't use them in a metaverse game, but you can walk around in the metaverse sort of as him um, or, the, or the NFT that you bought. So there's a whole different sort of uh, lot of aspects you have to look at now. And I think, you know, with the regulation, coming up now in, in the UAE, obviously you look at VARA, um, they're sort of working on how to regulate it in the best way um, so that scam projects don't come out. It's sort of like cryptocurrency, right? So, you know, here in Abu Dhabi Global Market, they've got the licenses so that, you know, you can sort of trade crypto, um, but you have to have a, a license where you have to demonstrate to the regulator that you're sort of, you know, you, you've got the right people and, and sort of way to to distribute the crypto or, or work on the exchange and, or, and all sorts of different sort of um, things in the background that you need to work on. Um, I was working in ADGM for, for the last mm -hmm. sort of three years with different exchanges with Matrix and, and DEX. Um, so I, I'm fully aware of, of how much it takes to sort of launch a project within the crypto space. But um, yeah, I mean, look, with, with every product that we bring out, it's, we have to really, really look at it carefully because a lot of them that we're going to be working on are attached to either 
you know, intellectual property or it's something like Middle East Comic Con, or if it's going to be property or diamonds or gold, whatever it may be, we have to make sure that we're sort of working in the right spaces for it. That's very interesting. And also the part uh, where you said that it took six months and you gave it to another company to handle all of that, uh, which is very important because a lot of people just think that it's trending. Everyone wants to open a business in the crypto industry and things like that because it's the trend right now and it's a hot topic yeah. as well. But however, there's so much going on behind the scene and being very specific or having a criteria of what to pick and have it as an NFT and sell it to people and to invest in it is very, very important. But can you tell us more about uh, Comic-Con? Because that's very interesting. Will we have the tickets as yeah. NFTs and how does it go? So so this is something that we're working on at the moment. So we, we only, you know, we've been speaking to their team um, again for the last four months or so. Um, and, and they've really, you know, taken the approach that they want to get involved as much as possible, not just in the NFT market, but in the, in the metaverse as well, because there'll come a point where, you know, they'll want to have Comic-Con within the metaverse so that other people can attend from different areas of the world. Um, but back to the sort of the NFT utility, one part of it will be the ticketing side. Um, the other part will be, you know, you might be able to get sort of merchandise with it. You'll get, be getting sort of the artwork with it. We're going to be start to, you know, within, I don't know if you've been to Comic-Con before in yeah, the release, but they, they have this avenue for of artists, like really amazing artists. And so we want to start to sort of bring in those artists to help design some of the artwork for it as well. So. You know, we're working, I guess it, the next event is going to be in in March or February next year. Um, I think they're ironing out the dates sort of over the next few weeks. But, you know, we're, now is sort of where we work out the design and the artwork for it. And then we'll start kind of bringing in all of our sort of ecosystem um, to, to, to bolster the utility of, of the NFT. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a really cool project because... I think this is where NFTs sort of shine now. You know, you've had projects that don't really do anything. Um, and then you have projects that are really working to sort of build the industry up. So you've got groups like ArtsDAO, um, who are an amazing partner of ours. They, they, you know, they built a community of, of sort of NFT um, specialists and experts and, and traders, investors and everything in between. But, you know, I think now you're looking at sort of projects like ours, theirs, where they build up the utility of all the different NFTs. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be a great project. We'll involve as many people as possible in it. Um, so yeah, over the next few months, we'll uh, we'll have more information on on sort of how it's going to be rolled out. Um, and and yeah. Exciting. And uh, I love the mix between the NFT world, the metaverse, and now the real world events and everything happening. And that takes me to another question, which is why is it very important for your company to also be involved in the traditional way of investing as well? So you're mixing NFTs uh, and the blockchain with, for instance, real estate and your future plans. So tell us more about that, please. I think because we've all been involved with traditional businesses anyway, we always had this idea of how can you mix the two worlds together? It, you know, it was much like the internet when it first came out. People were like, well, how can I utilize this in the best way possible? And then this whole e-commerce sort of, I'm just taking one example, but the e-commerce section of it, you know, you look at Amazon, you look at all these different product, products which are sold online, you can bring those into the metaverse as well. It's just a different way of sort of 
purchasing items, but now you're introducing crypto and now you're in, in, you know, introducing all these different aspects of it. Um, so with us, we, you know, we started out with just designing NFTs and then when we understood how much you could do, you know, with this technology, it, we're really at the start of it. So even going back to selling a portion of the blockchain, you know, it, it wasn't something we planned to do. We just got pitched the project and we said, okay, let's do it. Um, it was same with the Tyson Fury piece. It was a physical piece and it was actually, and it was a digital piece. So, you know, you're linking all these traditional ways, just bringing them up to speed into sort of the web three industry. So, you know, as our business grew, we learned that we could sort of, we could, we could link up all these different businesses and say, well, you can do it like this. You can still keep your traditional business, but you can actually tap into sort of a new generation of investors and people who are coming into the space. That's, that's very interesting. And we're seeing a lot of um, uh, businesses moving into the NFTs, as you said, like uh, real estate, a lot of other things, events and things like that. But now, like we cannot deny um, what's happening in the cryptocurrency market. Like it's been crashing in the past couple of days yeah. and uh, Bitcoin below 18K. So will that affect businesses? What's your take on it? I think, uh, so this is something we've been sort of discussing in the background. You know, you've seen sort of businesses lay off staff, exactly. which, is, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I think it happens in, in a lot of industries, not just, obviously there's, a, there's an attention on, on crypto um, and the blockchain space because it's new and people are trying to find the faults in it. And that's okay. This is sort of where, you know, good businesses separate from, from the other businesses. Yeah. Um, so during this time you know even today the, the market's slightly back up but this happened before in 2018 it happened in 2017 so you know it's a natural cycle the market was up down up down um but during this time when you've got sort of this down bit companies really need to take a step back and see well am i providing utility what am i doing that's going to be helping this sort of ecosystem grow so you know companies like ours and you look at Binance, who are doing an incredible job of sort of hiring and, and taking a real strategic view on not just working on growing this ecosystem, but they're working with the regulators to sort of build it out and give the licenses and, and things like that. But, you know, companies like us, we're, we're a little bit smaller, but because we're focusing on utility, all we're doing is building in the background. Um, that's all we've been doing for the last sort of six months, because we always saw this crash coming. Exactly. Um, so that's why we've been making all these different partnerships with traditional businesses yes. because this time now you know i think you've seen like gucci and prada and all these different companies they're very heavily focused on the metaverse they're not necessarily putting all their products out there yet they're building in the background so that's sort of where the market is for at least for the next two to three months you can just see people building really focusing on on great products and great projects and and building sort of partnerships with Maybe company like like ours, you know, you've got ArtStyle, you've got Sneakerheads, which just launched, which is a, a an amazing project if you get time to look at it. Um, you've got Velas, who uh, have got sort of a very friendly chain that let people sort of use an app to buy crypto, and they're based here in the Middle East. But you know, got all these different companies that are sort of now who have built up their network and and sort of um, name within the industry, and they'll see them sort of launch different product products within the next few months but yeah now is just the time to build through the through the bear market that that's that's all i can sort of say 
Which is very important because, as I said, it's a hot topic, it's trending, so a lot of entrepreneurs are changing their whole business model or starting yeah. a new startup, just NFT, crypto, and things like that. But then if the business model is so fragile that it gets affected with the market and the crashes that are happening, and they yeah. are expected to happen, uh, I don't think that's a very strong base. However, the mix between the traditional, as you said, uh, businesses and the new world, the NFT, because it's happening, it's staying, it seems like it's staying, and it is the future. So that would be a great mix. Can you tell us about your future plans for Formulab? So I, so I think obviously one of the projects that, that we were, were really excited to work on is, is the Middle East Comic Con. Um, you know, we've got really strong partnerships, like I said, with, with not just um, people within the crypto space, but we're working on sort of projects that are outside of it now. So, you know, we get approached to do, because we built all of our own technology, you know, we built our own meta gallery, we're working on our own metaverse, we're, we've built our own marketplace for, for products. You know, people are now seeing that we can do all this stuff for them as well. So in the background, we're building products. So, you know, one of the ones I mentioned, you know, we're building out a platform that, that sort of looks at equities and, and bonds and securities. That's a big focus of ours for the next few months as well. So, you know, that's not just linking in sort of the NFT and crypto space, but it's, it's really linking in the traditional markets as well. Um, and that's a company within, within, within ADGM. Um, so, you know, not just that, we're looking at, obviously, we may bring out some more IP related products. Yeah. Um, so again, we have sort of 4,000 products that we can pick from. So whether we go Peaky Blinders or, or Black Mirror or Archer, we're, we're still looking at it now. Um, but, you know, there's, I think we're in a very fortunate position because, you know, we weren't sort of rushing ahead with all of our products. We were taking our time and seeing, okay, what can we do next? Will this fit with the market? So we're in a good position, I think, um, we're also doing sort of our, our, our fundraise for ourselves. So we've got all these traditional funds looking at us and saying, can we invest into you? Can we take a slice of your business and, and you know, kind of boost it up? Um, so, you know, there's there's good things on the horizon for FOMO Lab. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the sort of the next six months to a year. That's it, it, it'll be busier. That's so. amazing and exciting time. Thank you so much, Khalil, and best of luck in FOMO Lab. Thank you very much. Thank you. شكرا لكل الناس اللي تابعتنا. أنا بشوفكم بكرة بنفس الموعد نهاركم سعيد جميعاً.